Hello beautiful chocolate girls. My name is Sammy Nix. I am an up and coming pop R&B artist. Originally from the Bronx, New York. Um, now living in, I guess, Los Angeles, California. I live a little bit on the outskirts, um, but I still claim Los Angeles as my current hometown just because I spent the most of my time living there. I came across this cool app uh, where I can make podcasts. And since a lot of my songs have stories, I figured I would start utilizing it so I can reach you all and share exactly what inspired each of my songs. Uh, I recently released a song called Chocolate Girl. Sorry, my throat is a little bit dry right now. I'm just waking up from a nap. <laughs> uh, I recently released a song called Chocolate Girl on August 11th, and it has been doing really, re really well, um, uh, more so because of just the feedback that I've been getting and um, how people have been saying how it's just very necessary, this uh, song right now and the conversation surrounding it of colorism in the black community. I guess what really inspired me or just caused me to identify as a chocolate girl was growing up in New York in the Bronx, um, being an impressionable girl, um, and noticing that when I would walk outside with friends, depending on the complexion of their skin, um, you know, noticing that I would be treated differently, uh, that we would be treated differently by uh, strangers surrounding us, typically black men, um, and just noticing the reaction was was different uh, depending on the tone of our skin. Um, I had a friend named, I won't say her name, uh, just, you know, for privacy reasons, but let's say her name was um, Cheryl, and uh she was light-skinned and I was darker skinned than her um, I still am but we're not friends anymore so <laughs> not because of that but just because you know time and everything we've lost touch um, and I would notice that when we were walking on the street uh, men would almost always uh, prefer or go towards her because of her lighter skin um, and then like, well, I concluded it was because of her lighter skin because then when I would, uh, walk around outside with, um, another friend of mine who was darker than me, I would get all the attention. So it was kind of like a little social experiment. I wasn't intentionally trying to do it, but as a child, you walk outside a lot because you don't want to be cramped up in an apartment all day in the Bronx. Um, you know, we walked to church, we walked to the corner store, we walked to the trade station, we walked to, walked to each other's houses, walked to the park. And, you know, New York, the men are aggressive. You know, they see a young girl who looks halfway decent, and they're going to catcall, you know. And so I noticed just the difference. And I guess I internalized that, that my dark skin wasn't as attractive as my friend's lighter skin. But what really affected me when I was younger was 
I was in love, uh, you know, um, it was, this was probably before high school, uh, going to a church in the Bronx, and that's pretty much what I did growing up, was go to church, and, uh, I was in love with the pastor's son, um, we were actually both in love with each other, you know, we were young, but young love is always the best love, because there's no, like, you have been conditioned at that point to love someone for what they can do for you, for their money, or whatever it is. Uh, why us people choose the people that we uh, love. Uh, and it was just a pure, innocent love that we had for each other. And we were best friends, and we always looked forward to seeing each other. And we were dating. And... Um, was kind of just understood that, you know, at some point we would get married because we just had a very lovely connection, even as children. And um, so then one day after church service, uh, his sister asked me to um, step outside because he wanted to speak to me. I'm not going to say his name just for privacy reasons as well. Um... <clears throat> His sister asked if I could step outside because he wanted to speak with me. So then I walked outside um, to the back door of the church. And lo and behold, there he was. And he told me he was breaking up with me. I did not understand it. I was devastated. I didn't get it. But I accepted it. And then... I found out later that the reason why he was breaking up with me is because there was a new girl who came to church, and I won't say her name either, let's just call her light-skinned girl, because <laughs> she was light-skinned, and she had green eyes, and uh, I found out that the reason why he broke up with me is because he was now wanting to date this light-skinned girl, and I was devastated, I remember just bawling, like I got sick I was just did not understand such rejection just because of something that I couldn't control and I knew what we had and of course you know this relationship with the light-skinned girl did not last long um because it was just based on the physical and what we had was deeper but I was so devastated and I told myself I would never ever let him into my heart again um so after he got over his phase of course he came running back wanting to be with me and at that point I was over him and it's just like the love was shut off I guess such such deep hurt I could not recover from I could not recover from that or I recovered but it was I could not let him back into my heart because because to me, if you loved me, you would not hurt me that badly. So anyway, I went off to boarding school. Because growing up in the Bronx, the school system was not that great. And I took a test for this program called uh, A Better Chance. Excuse me, I feel like I have to sneeze. <coughs> Sorry. <laughs> took a test for this program called A Better Chance, ABC, 
and they place you they place inner city kids in um top boarding schools around the country so i passed the test and i qualified for this boarding school in kingston pennsylvania which is about two and a half hour drive from new york um and i started attending boarding school and that was a very eye-opening experience for me because it introduced me to a whole new world like ariel says in in um little little mermaid that's it um so a whole new world I was introduced to <laughs> and um I first of all it was there were 400 students day school day students and boarding school students sorry um and only two percent were black so that was about five or seven students that were black the rest were either white um or asian uh, predominantly white and most of the students were day students meaning that they uh what they um they commuted to school every day and so they were the children of like the people who ran the town because the tuition to go to this boarding school was about I want to say it was like 30000 a year. It's very high for uh, 1996. <laughs> I'm giving away my age. Um, but I'm proud of my age. <laughs> but yeah, so tuition was extremely high. And majority of the students were day students who committed. And they were the uh, privileged children of the town. Uh, many of them drove, you know... BMWs and Mercedes and all the top luxury cars to school starting as soon as they could drive. Um, so that was a very different experience coming from the Bronx where my mom didn't even own a car <laughs> at the time. Um, and we took the train everywhere and most people were just living paycheck to paycheck. These children grew up with wealth. And me being, you know, an exotic black girl, you know, attractive chocolate girl, when I stepped on that campus, you know, many of the white men, they or the white boys, because they weren't men then, they were intrigued. They were definitely intrigued. And, you know, I was coming from the Bronx, so I had my little attitude, a little sassy-ness to me. And I started dating the president's son. For some reason, I always, I guess I did, I was a little bit selfish as a little girl, because... I had to either be with the pastor's son or the president's son. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I started dating the president's son and I discovered why am I putting up with, you know, some guy in the Bronx who's breaking my heart because he doesn't value my complexion. And to this president's son, he did not care about my complexion. He actually didn't have all the uh, colorism issues that um, the black community had that that you know my first love had he just saw me as a beautiful black woman and or uh, as an attractive girl yeah maybe he saw me as black but he didn't see oh well she's too dark or she's too light or she's no he didn't have any of those um, preconceived notions or just prejudices in his head so we started dating and you know he was going off to Harvard he was a junior I was a freshman 
and it just seemed like a better option for me. I'm like, I just didn't, um, I just didn't want to deal with that. I was like, why am I dealing with that? You know, and, and what woman doesn't want to feel appreciated? I felt appreciated, you know, and not stigmatized or just ostracized or just thrown to the corner because I was too dark. So from then on, I, I developed a taste for milk, chocolate. <laughs> um, and perhaps it was because of the scars of you know, having dated uh, my first love and just the experiences growing up in New York and feeling like I wasn't beautiful to the, to the people that I was closest to, um, that triggered that. Um, yeah. So I wrote Chocolate Girl because it occurred to me that I am a chocolate girl in a world that does not always value chocolate woman and but I I've never felt even though I've had these experiences because of my skin tone I've never felt that I wasn't beautiful I've always felt beautiful regardless of how people receive me or not and I just I don't know if that's an inner strength of mine or just the confidence that I have but I know that there are chocolate girls around the world who don't always feel beautiful because they internalize what other people think about them and 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 take that on themselves you know and I don't want little chocolate girls to ever feel that they are not beautiful because of the color of their skin and whether you decide to date black men Puerto Rican men I've dated the spectrum of them black Puerto Rican Asian Indian Muslim white whatever it is you decide to date you should always feel that you are beautiful you are beautiful no matter what because first of all beauty is not determined by your skin color it comes from within it comes from within so whether you're a chocolate girl a white girl yellow girl you are beautiful but I just really feel that chocolate girls need a little extra empowering because Society really tries to keep us down. You're just now recently starting to see cho- images, images of chocolate girls in mainstream um, in a very like powerful, significant way, beautiful way, glamorous way with uh, movies like uh, Black Panther that are now out. And then you see Violet Davis and, you know, um, just all these beautiful black uh actresses that are really paving the way for dark-skinned chocolate girls like ourselves so yeah um I just felt like the chocolate girls we need a little bit more um encouraging and empowerment because I don't ever want a chocolate girl to grow up feeling not pretty or not beautiful and I really don't want skin because first of all well, I believe that God, um, he loves diversity. Otherwise, he wouldn't have made so many different colors. So, you know, it's not the diversity that's the problem. You know, we should not, I'm not saying that we're, that color doesn't exist because color does exist. You know, there are colors, there's all spectrum of races and colors, but that's, God 
he made it that way because he wanted he wanted variety in this world but the, the sad part is when we now start separating because of the variety when we say oh this one is more beautiful or this one is more valuable because they're this color or this one is uglier or this one is not as valuable because they're that color that's the sad part so I want to help push chocolate girls up to a higher standing to an equal standing with all the other colors because I feel like we're kind of valued lower and me being a, a singer in the music industry uh, sometimes feeling like I'm overlooked because of my complexion <laughs> so I have to fight a little bit harder and really open people's eyes to the injustices of what's considered beautiful and what's considered valuable and what's considered marketable you know if if the industry doesn't consider or if people don't consider chocolate girls valuable then how can a chocolate girl break through and be impactful you have artists like kelly Rowland and lettucey and they're chocolate girls and sometimes i feel like if they were lighter girls they would have broken through a little a little stronger you know and it's those things that we're not really talking about those invisible caps that keep the chocolate girls back and until we come out as chocolate girls and start demanding that the world say that see that we're beautiful I feel that it's going to it's not going to change so that's why in my in my song chocolate girl I say I've never seen a tannin bed because I haven't I was born with melanin. I've got that natural glow. Other girls want to bleach their skin. I've always loved the skin I'm in. I think it's beautiful. I don't need no Botox. That's for other women. My only beauty product doesn't cost a living. It's just the Cali Sun. And I don't need no skin shots to reverse the aging. My skin is silky smooth, y'all. I swear it's so amazing. Ain't got a single wrinkle, thank God. Because I'm a chocolate girl. I'm a chocolate girl. I'm a chocolate girl. I'm always on your mind. I'm a chocolate girl. I'm a chocolate girl. I'm a chocolate girl. Gonna be there all the time. So yes, chocolate girls, we got to stand up and we got to say we are beautiful. I don't care what you see or what society has told you about our skin, but we are beautiful. Yes, our outward is beautiful, our inner and our inner is beautiful as well, you know? So we have to really stand up and be champions for the chocolate girls. And that's why I'm, I'm really, um, I was going to like release my album in September, but I just felt like I need to really press into this uh, colorism topic and really um, explain why. I wrote this song and really start that conversation in a productive way so that at the end of the day chocolate girls can be empowered we can leave this season knowing our worth and being empowered walking around with our chocolate girl shirts our chocolate girl chocolates and letting people know that when we, when we show up if you ever try to make us feel less than that's not okay that is not okay because we are beautiful too. So thank you y'all for listening. My name is Sammy Nix and you can check out my song Chocolate Girl. It is everywhere that music is sold. 
I would really love it if you would go on to iTunes and um, check out the music there because that's how I get paid. <laughs> and I put a lot of, it's not about the money really, y'all. I put a lot of time and effort into creating this song for you. Uh, it's about a three-year process of me getting with my guitarist, laying down the chords, recording the song, and then I wanted this to be live music, y'all, so I hired the best session players in LA, paid them decent money, we recorded it in Universal Studios, which is my publisher, um, everything is top-notch, done well, you guys, like, so I highly value, to me, $1.29 is, is not a lot for that song it's actually worth less than the song but I understand because it's you know mass gonna be mass consumed so it adds up I get it um but you know I just I would love your support on the song and just my products that I'm creating for chocolate girls um God really highlighted to me merch I'm a spiritual person I haven't said God in this podcast yet uh, but yes, I am surrendered to the Most High, and He has highlighted to me creating merchandise for women of color, chocolate girls, and so I'm creating a t-shirt line. I've already created one, the first edition, which is, uh, it says chocolate girl on the front, and it says always on your mind on the back. Um, you can go to my Facebook page, which is Sammy Nick's Music, it's my um, business page, or band page musician page and I'm selling them there uh, and I'm going to be creating some more that I've been pulling uh, chocolate girls within my circle about what are some of the phrases that you would like to see if you were wearing a t-shirt so I'm creating some more currently working on that and then I have my chocolate girl line with uh, sweet in Hollywood it's world famous candy store oh my god guys these chocolates are amazing <laughs> they taste so good i'm not even a chocolate person to be honest i just felt like i met the store manager like a year ago and i reached out to him about you know maybe doing an in-store and singing and he was like well we can't really do the singing thing because that's gonna take away from you know i guess the productivity um selling the chocolates or whatever uh, and, but they said that what we can do is we can make you your own chocolate. And so I put these chocolates together. They sent me this whole list of like ingredients and I'm like, I don't know what to pick, but I just, I really prayed about it. I prayed about the ingredients because I wanted it to be something that you guys would like. And so I made a milk and a dark chocolate version and the dark chocolate version has almonds, caramel, and sea salt. I'm not really a sweet girl. I love, I love salty stuff. But so I had to put a little salt in there. And plus I had, I went to Santa Barbara once to this ice cream shop and they had ice cream with sea salt in it. And I tasted it and I was like, wow, you would never think that salt and sweet would go together, but it's so good. Um, and then for my milk chocolate version, I put peanuts, Reese's peanut butter cups and, um, sea salt again. I had to make it a little salty, um, and I've just been getting such good reviews. If you go on my social media place, pages, everything is uh, at Sammy Nick's Music. <laughs> you can see some of the reviews and people are really loving these chocolates. So if you go uh, check out um, sweet.com, sweet, I think it's sweethollywood.com, or just go on my social media pages and you'll find the link there. 
um, you can order yours. They're so good. I know I'm a grown and sexy chocolate girl, so you know, I like to unwind at the end of the day with a glass of wine. The dark chocolate pairs really well with like a Cabernet or a Pinot, nor whatever you prefer. Um, and it's very healthy. Dark, ch dark chocolate is really good for your heart. So we want the chocolate girls to have good hearts. And um, yeah, so support uh, my merch that I've created for us chocolate girls so that when we step out in the world, we can be like, yeah, this is ours. You know, this is our products that a chocolate girl made for us, with us in mind. So, um, thank you for listening to my podcast. This is my very first podcast. I never thought I would do a podcast, but to be honest, guys, I just had, I had a dream about India Ari because everybody's been kind of comparing the song to her, and she's one of my big influences. Um, I remember when she came out with her song, Not the Average Girl, from the video, and I just thought it was so cool. I love that song. And just how she was able to, because I just never thought it could be done that, you know, someone who just is themselves coming out, being a young girl who's, she's dark skinned and she's natural and she's, she made it, y'all. She's, she's great. And so I dreamt about her that I was sitting there and watching her speak or sing or something. So I went, woke up, went on to her Instagram and I saw that she has a podcast. And then on the top, it was saying, create your own podcast now. And so I was like, obviously, I'm looking into it. And then so I downloaded it. It was free. And I was like, I'm just because I have to go to L.A. right now. Actually, I'm going to a friend's birthday party. But I it, the button was there and it was just like press and start recording. So I, here I am. I've recorded my first podcast just like that. Whoa. <laughs> so I just um, I think I'm going to do these more because all of my songs have a story to them. I wrote them from just experience, life experiences that I've went through, pain that I've gone through, revelation that I've had. Um, and God has just given me such great revelation these days. I just really want to share, open up the platform to really just empower that I feel I've been called to empower because God has empowered me. So I feel that I, I have an anointing to empower others in my life. And there goes my church talk, guys. But you know, God is very important to me. I can't hide him. If you don't, if you don't like those words, I guess you shouldn't listen to the podcast because <laughs> it's just a part of who I am. Um, so again, I just thank you for listening. I'm whispering because it's my first podcast, and I just don't want to make too much noise and you know, people hearing that I'm talking or whatever. <laughs> it's just my own whatever. But thank you for listening and for your support. And go get Chocolate Girl, y'all, and all the Chocolate Girl products. You will, and okay, and there's another thing. Me, anybody who knows me knows that I'm big on quality. So those, those sweet chocolates, they're a quarter pound of just yumminess. They're a little bit pricey, $7.99, but they are worth every bite, every, every bite, every dollar bite that you bite. <laughs> Every bite's like a dollar, <laughs> uh, but it's it's worth it, y'all, because they're high quality chocolates. And so, if you're gonna indulge, you might as well indulge with the best. You know what I mean? Like, don't just indulge uh, with uh, crappy chocolates. You want the best chocolates. 
in your body if you're going to indulge and those are the best i could attest to that being the best everyone who's eat them to eaten them or tried them has says they just wax them down like it you know i got in a fight with my my boyfriend because after the in-store we came home we were supposed to share a chocolate i come upstairs because i'm so tired from planning this in-store for like two three weeks at, with no sleep come home i crash upstairs um and so he comes upstairs. I'm like, where's my chocolate? He was like, oh, uh, uh, I ate it. I'm like, what? You ate my $8 chocolate? How could you? Do you know how much that cost? I was so upset. Then when I tasted it myself the next day, because I hadn't even tasted it, I was like, okay, now I see why he ate this chocolate. It is too good. So guys, go get this chocolate. You will not be disappointed. And stay tuned for my t-shirts that I'm making for you guys. You can you can get the first edition one online um, on my Facebook page, like I said. Um, but for the rest that are coming, just stay tuned. I'll keep you posted. I want everything to be super high quality for you guys because I'm a high quality girl. Um, and I don't want to give you anything that I wouldn't wear or that I wouldn't eat. So it might cost a little bit more, but trust me, it'll be worth it. You know, and plus us chocolate girls, we good, we good. We're like, we're not hurting. Like, we're like the top percentage of like one of the, the highest percentage of college graduates. We got jobs. We're good. We can we can afford to support our own. It's not like in the back in the day where we didn't have the money to support. We we're coming up. We've been through the education system. We have our own um, social media channels. Whatever we're doing, like we we we're good so you can we can afford to support each other and I'm really excited because I, I feel like this is a day where you know chocolate girls can really like really like piggyback off of each other and support each other and and build each other up so you know and that's just a thought that, that just came to me right now so anyway I'm not gonna ramble anymore um but I just want to say I love you guys and I thank you so much for all your support and this is going to be great. I'm so excited about what God is doing through me and through all of you. Um, so have a blessed day and listen to Chocolate Girls. Share it with your friends. I made a lyric video on YouTube. I know shameless self-promotion, but when you created something that's good, you, you, you're not afraid to to tell the world about it you know if I if I wasn't excited about it I would not be doing this podcast trust me I'd be you know in the corner like hiding my head and like okay we'll talk about the next song but I'm really excited about this song and I put a lot of time and work into it and into all these chocolate girl products and you know just being obedient and really pushing into this chocolate girl thing because I think it's a big thing uh with the issue of colorism and you know, there's a girl right now who has her own t-shirt line, flexing in my complexion, go support her. I know a lot of celebs are supporting her right now. Um, she, she started that t-shirt line because the teacher gave her the black crayon to draw her skin color and she was so like distraught. Like, that's not how dark I am, that's how dark you see me. Um, so she started the t-shirt line with black t-shirts that say flexing in my complexion and now she's you know she's good you know what I mean so us chocolate girls we always know how to turn a bad situation and make it into a good situation you know 
So let's support each other and demand that the world see that we're beautiful. Love you guys and have a blessed day and stay tuned for my next podcast. I don't know when that's going to come, probably around the time that I release the next song. Um, But I just know that you're going to be blessed and you're going to love it. Okay? Talk soon. Ciao for now. Bye.